Welcome to this, the final episode in season one. We've been discussing the character and the love of God and how love can change us up to this point on the podcast. If you've missed any of those episodes, be sure to go back and take a listen. On the podcast, I always want to use the Bible as an anchor in everything that we're talking about. So if we're going to be talking about love, then I think a great example in the Bible of someone knowing the love of God and being changed by the love of God is the Apostle John. As I've read his writings and learned a little bit more about his story, John has become an inspiration to me. His is a great story, really. It's not a typical story that you hear in Sunday school. I actually didn't know much about John until I started doing this study. So let's bring some clarity to who John the Apostle is. Before I started studying, I was confused and thought that um, John the Baptist and John who wrote the book of the gospel was the same person. It is not two separate men. Um, John the Apostle was a disciple of Jesus. Um, Part of his story is he was the uh, disciple that was at the cross, at the crucifixion of Christ, who Jesus asked him to care for his mother. Um, He was the author, is the author, was the author of the book of Revelation, Um. He was also the guy that refers to himself as the disciple that Jesus loved. And that one right there, when I first started learning about John, um, who does he think he is referring to himself that way? It feels a little like he's elevating himself in status with his relationship with Jesus. It sounds boastful, does it not? And John actually refers to himself this way five times in the book of John. But what I have come to realize is that it's not arrogance. It's confidence. I contend that John's declaration of being the disciple Jesus loved was not an exaggeration of his own worth but a feeling of certainty that Jesus's love was for himself and for all that would believe in Jesus. John was changed by this love that he was experiencing from Jesus. Jesus was his friend, like he walked with Jesus for three years doing ministry. But Jesus was also God. He was a human being that was walking and talking and living life with John, but he was also God. This is who John got to know in a very deep way. His love was unlike any other love that he'd ever experienced before because it was otherworldly. His love brought freedom, not weight of expectation, and not fear of it being short-lived. See, John was eternally changed by the love of Jesus. His heart had been changed. He was not the same person he was before Jesus came into his life. In episode six, we talked about how love actually changes us. Let's apply those same ideas to the Apostle John to get better understanding of how his relationship with Jesus changed him. We said that love provides the following. 
security and survival, a safe space, value, and a confidence to go. Security and survival. John was never alone after he met Jesus. Even after Jesus' death and resurrection, he had the Holy Spirit within him. He didn't have to feel alone. He didn't have to fear being abandoned. He knew that Jesus would provide for him and make a way for him, even when he was exiled to the island of Patmos, which, by the way, is where he received the vision and the message to write the final book of the Bible, the book of Revelation. He had seen Jesus love people extravagantly during those three years of walking the countryside, sharing the message of a good God with everyone that they could. He knew that he was safe and secure with Jesus. A safe space. Walking with Jesus, he saw how Jesus faced persecution from the religious leaders and even from some of the Jews who didn't believe that he was the Messiah. He saw how Jesus would narrowly escape the murder attempts by simply just vanishing into a crowd of people. He saw that only when Jesus willingly gave his life was he in any real danger. Then after the death and resurrection of Jesus, John was rescued time and time again um, from persecution himself. Yes, he was exiled, but he didn't fear what man could do to him because he trusted that God had him. Jesus was not only a safe space as far as physical needs of protection, but he was a safe space emotionally. John could be himself without fear of rejection. He saw how Jesus was rejected time and time again, but he never rejected anyone. He saw how Jesus was questioned with a motive to prove his guilt, but Jesus never questioned anyone with an ulterior motive. He only questioned to point out their need for a Savior. Jesus was always loving and forgiving, no matter who the offender was. Jesus said, love those who hate you. Who could possibly do that? Jesus. And if Jesus could do that, then John felt safe to be open and honest with his thoughts and emotions without fear of consequence. Jesus was his true friend, value. John felt he had value to Jesus. It was not a one-way relationship. He had worth. They cared for one another. They looked out for one another. Jesus left but told John to continue on the mission of sharing the love of God. And John understood that he had a part to play in that. He had value in the plan of God. It didn't end with the death of Jesus. It really only just began. And John got to play an intricate part in that plan. And then that leads me to the last thing. Love provides a confidence to go. Because John had been changed by the love of Jesus, he could confidently move into his purpose of continuing the mission of sharing the love of God to all the nations to tell the story of the greatest love that has ever existed. He had a confidence because he knew firsthand how that very love had changed him and that it could change the heart of anyone who listened and accepted that love. 1 John 4, 8 says, Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. John was saying you cannot come into a relationship with God and not be loved. It's just not possible. 
And the love that you feel from your heavenly father will impact you so greatly that you won't be able to help yourself, but to show that same love to the people around you. You will be overflowing with that love. His love is so good that when you experience it, you will want everyone you come into contact with to have the very same thing. I remember when I first gave my life to Christ, I felt like I had just discovered the world's greatest treasure and I wanted everyone to know how good it was and how they could have the same thing that I was experiencing. That's how good the love of God is. But unfortunately, my story is a lot like most Christians. Over time, that love relationship faded and I forgot who my first love was. His love became something that felt off limits to me. It was for everyone else but me. It wasn't because his love changed. It was because I forgot how good it was. And I stopped letting it change me. I stopped pursuing his love because I believed the lie that I wasn't worthy of it anymore. Then I started looking for it in other places. Acceptance from others, approval of my peers and my leadership, busyness to the point of flat-out exhaustion. Here's a weird confession. I used to hope to get sick so that I could have a legitimate excuse to stay in bed because I was so exhausted. How weird is that? The fact is, none of that ever made me truly happy and content like the love of Jesus does. It's only when I remember my first love that I can be settled in my soul and content with my surroundings, no matter what they are. So back to the Apostle John. You know, the guy who referred to himself as the disciple that Jesus loved. Where I used to think that John was arrogant for calling himself that, now I can see that he is actually saying, I am loved by Jesus and I know it. And he's saying, it's not about me anymore. It's about him and his great love for me. John is not trying to diminish the relationship that Jesus had with the other disciples or trying to say that he was the only disciple that Jesus loved. Unlike the world, this isn't like a seesaw effect where you get to put other pers- uh, where you put another person down to elevate yourself. No, he's simply saying that I understand the meaning of Jesus's life and ministry to know love and to show love. He was changed by the life and love of Jesus Christ. The best part is that we can be changed in the very same way. We too can confidently claim to be the disciple that Jesus loves. We can make the choice to accept the love of Christ and believe that we are loved. If you are having a hard time believing that his love is for you, ask him to show you. Ask him to open your eyes to see it. Remember, you are not hiding anything from him. He already knows if you are struggling with it. And he knows what the hiccup is. Ask him to reveal that to you so that you can move into his place of love and acceptance. But be willing to believe. Be willing to see when he shows you. Be willing to accept it. That's your part. You don't have to prove yourself to him. 
You have only to humble yourself in front of him to say, Lord, I need help believing. I need your love, but I'm not sure how to believe it and walk in it, but I want it. I'm praying for you today that as you hear a little bit about John and his story, that you will see that the love of God is good and that it is worth laying your will down for. That when you are able to confidently say, I am loved by Jesus, it'll change your life. Thank you for joining me today on the Putting Words to It podcast. For more, go to amandaparker.net and subscribe. I'd love to have the opportunity to connect with you more.